Welcome back to the BZ Podcast. I'm Zay. That is... Brit. An emaciated Brit. Emaciated? <laughs> it's not even the word. Emaciated when you're, like, starving and hungry. <laughs> I wish I did look emaciated. That would help. No, it's not just it's not just starving and I hungry. I that's what that means. Emaciated. Now we gotta look it up. Uh, like, pardon like, us, folks. Super skinny. Not, yeah, we probably malnourished. Wanna... You probably say thank you. Yep. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, it's abnormally thin, so you're right. Weak, especially because of illness or lack oh. of food. So you're right. You got it all. You got it all. I'll give it. We're both right. <laughs> We're both right. I said, don't tell them I'm sick, nigga. Damn. Like, I'm sick I'm too. To Every, everybody you fucking are not knows. Sick like me. I'm like, I am. I, I'm like I, I coughed up. Something god awful this morning. Ew! See, this is why I did not need to give our listeners the visual of. That's just nasty. They're human. That happens to them too. <laughs> I'm sure it's okay. that season. And you work with them kids, or them kids. Huh, I'm like, yeah, see, in my ass, nah, that little <laughs> nigga. <laughs> oh no. Uh, welcome back to the BZ Podcast. I know I probably said that before. I'm saying it again because we really appreciate you guys coming back. I'm Zay. That's Britt. And uh, how are you guys doing? I wish you guys could respond to us in real time. <laughs> we got to do a live. We got to do a live. Yeah, we're working on that. We're definitely working on that. Um, shout out to the people that listened to the last episode. Yes, thank you. We got a lot of love on that last episode. And if you didn't listen to it, it's called Relationship Do's and Don'ts, something everybody can relate to. And we had a good time doing it. Had a lot of fun. Yes, definitely. Um, today's episode of the podcast, we are going to be shooting the shit. And we're starting off with Peter. I'm going to need Peter uh, to come down to the front of the congregation. We need to have a word with you. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have learned or heard in the last week, Peter wants us to stop using anti-animal phrases i thought it was a joke when i heard it now this is the week of let's say december um 5th like when this happened so just the in case you're listening to this later on this is the week of like december well it's not the fifth was the fifth but that's my best friend's birthday so i was like i remember that um but oh shout out to nuda happy birthday anyway um, <laughs> so the week of December 2nd, I guess you would say last Sunday. I don't know what day this came out, but I did hear it early on in the week. They're like, Peter's upset again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So I, I see it and I thought it was a joke. I thought this was like the clap back for just a lot of sensitivity going on right now. But Peter is dead serious. Peter does not want you to use anti-animal phrases like... They put out a chart. This was the funniest shit. Oh, like it's on their website and stuff. I didn't even go to the website. I it was it was from a uh, wasn't their website. It was from another website I saw. It said instead of using kill two birds with one stone, it's feed two birds with one scone. A scone. Um, instead of be the guinea pig. Be the test tube. Don't beat a dead horse. Feed a fed horse. Bring home the bacon. Bring home the bagels. Blah, blah. 
Yeah, right. I mean, uh, at the end of it, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. <laughs> and then instead of take a bull by the horns, take mm-hmm. a flower by the thorns. Okay. Like, I, I say I, okay. I'm I'm done with you. Like, I get them. Like, those are good substitutions. But I'm like, who even uses these old timey ass like animal references or whatever? You know, like. I, I, I'm pretty sure Shay has never heard any of these. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to, like, I should try this out and see if he even knows about these sayings. Like, I feel like these are, like, old sayings, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time you used any of those? I don't know. I may have used Kill Two Birds with One Stone. Maybe I feel like you might years. use, I feel like if you're going to use, like, if I was going to use one, it's going to be Kill Two Birds with one, one Stone. Yeah. And I'd only use it at work in front of older white people. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, but that's lame. And <laughs> I think they're being ridiculous. But then there's more. Um, a follow-up tweet was conflating anti-animal language to racist homophobic language. Oh, oh, oh. Racist homophobic language. Right? Excuse me. Um, so pretty much anti-animal stuff is on the same lines of racist, homophobic language. Ooh. And they can get all the way the fuck back. When I, when I read that part of it, uh-huh. I instantly wanted to punch a cat. <laughs> out of spite. Out of spite. Like, I instantly Terrible. wanted to, like... I think I'm going to eat nothing but meat. For, I'm going on a carnivore diet for, like, what, three months. <laughs> Just right. in response. <laughs> I have to like, think I about doing that again, though. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I get it, but... I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't you think... Know, they're, they're, the, they're the voices of the animals. <laughs> yeah, like, I probably have said, like, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I, my cat did not care. One. You definitely you used that one. I've used that one. But my cat doesn't care. I've, I've probably up. said you it in know. front of him, but he you does don't know. not care. He might be sitting there like, sitting with a little tear in his eye. So insensitive. <laughs> so insensitive. He's so insensitive. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. So I'm done with. I didn't really care for Peter anymore. My, I don't know. Am I done with Peter? When have we ever been? I know. Like, <laughs> probably shouldn't even care. Yeah, like whatever. Moving on. All right, moving on. Um, more on sensitivity. <laughs> uh, this Kevin Hart situation with the Oscars. Uh, um, you want you want to spearhead this one? Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, when I first heard it, um, well, of course, I just saw it on social media. You know, with him announcing that he's doing it, but he's like, "Yay!" And all of a sudden, he's like. <laughs> He had that same fucking, like, camera angle when he was talking about, like, she knows his wife and shit. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> he's oh, no. Hold on. Yeah. That's the Kev, that's the Kev camera angle? Kev yeah. camera? I was that's like, the oh, Kev hell. So. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, he's basically saying that some. I love how he was like, some. And it's like, it's kind of, it's a, it's a good amount. Like, I looked it up about how many homophobic uh, or anti-gay tweets he put up um, in the past. And he's like, you know, they want him to apologize for some tweets he made. He said he did before. Um, and he said he's not doing it again. So mm-hmm. at first I was kind of like, oh, like, you know, just apologize. Fuck it, whatever. But then it's like, I mean, 
Like, if you don't give a shit about the Oscars, then don't apologize again. Like, whatever, you know? Um, I mean, there is freedom of speech, but you gotta deal with the consequences. And if he's fine, you know, not hosting the Oscars, then so be it, you know? Who gives a shit? Um, but then, like I said, like I was telling you earlier, I saw, I don't know if you guys saw too, but like, Nick Cannon brought out some old tweets from like Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Handler where they were all using, you know, um, derogatory words towards the gay community, the F-A-G word. Um, and he was saying, you know, like, are they going to get the same backlash, whatever. And I mean, we'll see. I did see like that now like Fox News is reporting what Nick Cannon found, stuff like that. So we'll see like in the coming days. Um, if, like, just, uh, I guess the general public thoughts on these white women <laughs> using mm. the same language. You know what I'm saying? So, that'll be interesting to see, but, um. I don't feel like anything's gonna happen. It's, it's, it's. I know, yeah, I know. I mean, we'll, I don't, I, don't, like I mean, nothing, I mean, I don't know what can happen, but I want, I'm interested to see if they try to stick up for them or if they, you know, Go the different route, so I don't know. I'm gonna keep an eye out. So, I got two things. So, um, the first thing is comedians, yo. I feel like comedians, like in order to be a a comedian, you kind of have to be able to go to those dark places and find the funny out of certain stuff. Mm-hmm. And I fear that, like this, him stepping down, which I don't blame him. I kind of applaud him for stepping down. And, and saying that he wasn't going to apologize again. Now, I did read about his first apology, but I also read it from the same article, from like the same article as somebody. You could tell the tone of the article was was Kevin Hart's dead wrong for this. Mm. And um, the apology was kind of like a sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was like a kind of a lazy apology. Like uh-huh. he was saying, like, I wouldn't do that bit now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I wouldn't do that bit now because of the time we're in the stand of third. It's not really an apology, but it is an acknowledgement of the time we're in and how things have changed. So yeah. I don't know. You can and take that as a grain of salt. I will say too that even though his apology might have sounded half-assed by his actions, he did show that he didn't do it anymore because all the tweets what... were before 2010, and then yeah. they said in the one article, the last one I read, they were like. You won't see anything else after like 2011. It's like there's been nothing else since. So he has shown that you know he learned from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the second thing I was gonna say. Is just like if they stopped after 2010, 2011, how long are we gonna be able to just like bring this up every time he gets a gets an opportunity to get the bag? You're just gonna bring up these old tweets. Mm-hmm. It's just like how long? What what, what do people have to do to escape yeah. their past? I mean, that's kind of the price you pay to being famous, I guess. They got doing shit like that. Being in the public eye, there's just so many people that will mm. pick at you and find things. I mean, at this point, I guess even, because I'm like, why don't he delete shit? But, you know, once it's on the internet, it's forever. <laughs> people yeah. should break up whatever. I want to know, like, who really, who really took the time to, like, to, to dig up these old tweets. Well, I was thinking the same thing, but I also believe now with all these analytics and people that uh, code things so that you can search quicker, 
I think mm-hmm. literally all you have to do is type in a few keywords like, you know, homo, gay, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. put Kevin Hart tweets and they probably just pull it all up because the way it looked from what I saw, people were just scrolling and shit. It looked like from a search result. And it was just all compiled right there. So they make it very easy now for you yeah. to like, because I mean, they could do that with my name, you know? Mm. Put Brittany Knox in the word fuck. And how many times I publicly wrote written the word fuck? <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, Brittany has lot. publicly wrote the word fuck more than you guys can ever imagine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm kind of scared because I mean, I'll admit my type of humor, I, my, yeah, I'll admit my type of humor is like, I laugh at inappropriate stuff. I do laugh at some stuff that's offensive. And I think we I don't, all do. I, we don't. Apparently we don't. No, that's Because if you. Cons- nobody's going to say they do, but I'm like, in all honesty, in some mm-hmm. form of way, I'm sure we've all laughed at Even like. A fucking animal getting kicked down the stairs or something. Like, I wouldn't laugh at that, but there's other people that would. And even some people you think wouldn't laugh at something like that. You know, or it could be something serious, like mm. laughing at a nigger joke or something, or, you know, whatever. I'd Somebody laugh laughing at, at an joke Asian before. joke. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel I'm like, saying, I feel like, like. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure everybody yeah. has laughed at something inappropriate. I think we're going to make a, we're going to have to come to a decision where we have to figure out how important context is to language well i think that's what's happening now do you think the pendulum's swinging like do you think it's going too heavy one way because i feel like context like out of all the articles that we were we we uh read about this Uh um none of them were really mentioning like even the one you just sent to me they were saying they were saying the tweets or whatever but they weren't really acknowledging that like all right a lot of these tweets are some of the the bits he's done on a special, mm-hmm. you know. And in that context, does that is that a, a a safety blanket because he's doing it as a comedian, and his job is to take some of the obscure things in society and make light of it or laugh at it? I mean, I think there's a way to do it if you do want to go that route. You know, you don't need to use the derogatory language in it by you know calling people certain words or whatever i think if you want to go that route there's a way to do it without you know using the way the language to, you know the way to do it um i don't think there's just one way to do it and i think the way to do it is going to be dependent upon who's listening to it just don't say the shit i'm sorry like <laughs> you know at the end of the day like just don't fucking say it and he Instead has. trying to tiptoe and that's around. And, well, that's what yeah, I'm like, yeah, now he's learned. But, I mean, like you said, too, it was a different time back then. And I mean, we can say that about a lot of different languages. Like, we're not yeah. called Negroes anymore, but that's my mama's birth certificate, so. That's on your mom's birth certificate. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Negro, yeah. She was born in the 60s. They still said Negroes in the 60s? And she was born in the 60s. That's the wild thing. Like, people want to act like. Like certain shit is so old, racism is so old. <laughs> uh-uh. Like, bro, I can bring you up a document. Mm-hmm. They said like a lot of the um, a lot of the deeds mm-hmm. in like the houses in Ma- in uh Baltimore and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, say you're not one of the one of the, the main tenants of them is you're not allowed to sell this property to a Negro. Wow. And they still say that uh-huh. nobody honors it. Well, quote unquote, nobody's honoring it, but there's somebody honoring it. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure. But, um, I know my mom said there used to be like a carnival that would come to town or something, and black people were only allowed to go on Sunday. 
So that were the case, that had to have been like in the seventies. For Mona remember that. Yeah. She was born in sixty six. If she's born in sixty six. Yeah. She was like they could only go on Sunday. Yeah, I wish it was, I wish I could go to Great Adventure was only Black Day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like Yo, I'm, I was oh, thinking about this. My mom grew up in Missouri, so I don't know if that was. Oh, like see, see, that's a big, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no, um, just not but that might have been gears. Iowa. Th- I don't know. Anyway, not changing gears, but like, like I say that about wanting to go to like a theme park when it's all black day, but uh, <laughs> what, what, um, but what? No, no, no. No, no, that's ain't a joke. But just going to like, I went to the DR. And being around people that like your same skin complexion, kind of mm-hmm. look like you, mm-hmm. they might not talk the same language, mm-hmm. but like I, most people, most black people in America, I don't know what that's like to like walk amongst your just peers at all times. Oh, I'm like, well, in the hood, yeah, twenty four seven, twenty four seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably feels like some love. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. I think I can enjoy uh, Viper, or you know, what I mean, I probably might enjoy Viper a little amongst more. Amongst my kin folk. Amongst my kin folk. What else happened uh, this week? Bow Wow. Anybody try to talk about him? I just want. I, I just want to talk about him just to just to just to say he's a clown. You know. He don't even care that he's a clown. though. That's the annoying part. So it's like <laughs> you know, it's like you can talk about him. He don't care. Uh, like whatever. All right. Yeah, we're yeah. not gonna talk about Bow Wow. We're not gonna talk about Bow Wow. Um. <laughs> all right. So I got some. Yeah. Do you remember those videos? Those uh, those videos with the kid and he's in a room. He's surrounded by his peers, all black kids, and he's reading from a laptop. And they get the news that he's accepted in the school, and and the video goes crazy. Everybody's going nuts, and and. It was just, I just remember seeing a few of them. And when I saw them, man, I want to say they were within the year. Um, I don't know. I want to say they were within the year. But Uh I saw them and, you know, it gave me this heartwarming feeling like, oh, that's amazing. He has this big old support (laughs) system, this, that, and the third. And then I come across this video and Mm -hmm. it's like a Vice documentary. It might not be Vice, so let me not put it out there. Um, I'll try to find a link, and I'll put it underneath this episode. So if you guys want to check it out, check it out. But TM Landry Prep, it's a Louisiana prep school. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's scandal behind it. <laughs> right? Of course. <laughs> of course there's scandal behind it. Right? So, I mean, this school garnered national attention. I saw clips on there from, like, Helen. Or, I said Helen. Helen. Ellen. I said Helen. <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> right. What show is that? <laughs> this school apparently had a hundred percent college acceptance rate. People were going to Brown, Harvard, all these prestigious schools. But now, as they did a investigation on these schools, it's alleged that student officials falsified information on college applications, oh, wow. and and they were intimidating to the students. Right. So they would fill out transcripts incorrectly to reflect classes the students never took, <laughs> gave them grade, gave them grades they never earned. Okay. And uh, of course, all these accusations have been denied. Mm-hmm. Even though uh, 
I'm going to put their names out. The owners of the school is Tracy and Michael Landry. Mm-hmm. Michael Landry all right, all right. looks like a mean guy. They were showing videos of him and he was going off. Looks like a mean guy. He looks like a mean guy. So these people are, are it's like a, a blue collar uh, place and all, everybody wants their kids to go to the school because of the success, the success rate. How does it look like a blue collar place though? No, I'm saying it's in the the area's blue collar oh. that it's in. I was like, what? <laughs> I was I'm like, sorry. what they fixing cars? <laughs> they fixing cars. Shut up. <laughs> well, we Shut up. I wish they were. Maybe. May, listen, I'm gonna keep well, talking, well, but maybe. Hopefully, they were. Yo, they're gonna have to learn how to fix cars because they ain't learning shit at this school. Damn. Um, so it's called. It costs like seven hundred and twenty-five dollars a month, right? But uh-huh. the abuse was allegedly physically and emotionally. So students claim they were pitted against one another, interrogated, and humiliated. Uh, there's, a, there's a story about one kid that was acting up in class. It was a younger kid, Michael Landry, uh, the husband and the part owner of the school, picked him up by the throat and slammed him on the table. They said uh, if a student failed failed the test, they could be forced to kneel on rice hot pavement, and rocks for hours. Like, ain't nobody tell their parents? That's what I'm saying. And I don't... You have a kid. I, there's some things I can't really talk about, but you do homework with your kid all day. Uh-huh. Every, every day. Uh-huh. Every day. Your kid is not... Like, I just feel like you should have some more awareness of what's going on with school. Where's the student-teacher conferences? I'm just... They're just... Out of all those kids, you know, like somebody gotta tell mm-hmm. their parents so the fuck. That's how I feel. I'm ready to hell. But um the kids were routinely intimidated to lie about their applications. Lie on their applications about their background. So like um coming from desperate poverty or or crime and drug addicted background and stuff like that. Just uh-huh. super inflating their story. Um they actually rehearse scripted responses to say to the media for days in advance. Um, the school promoted a family first message, uh, message with unconventional teaching styles. So, like, if you go to this school, they were showing, like, some footage. It looked like a warehouse, bro. It didn't have, like, it didn't have, like, desk or, or your traditional school stuff. And then, Who like, the fuck is paying $700 <laughs> a month to send their kid here? What's the school this is called T.M. Landry Prep in Louisiana. <laughs> she looking it up. <laughs> she looking this it up. Stupid, right? <laughs> right? But you know, they showed this one. Um, they were showing like news coverage. And they were getting praised for their 100% college acceptance rate and their unconventional style of teaching. Mm-hmm. Turns out these kids wasn't really learning shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the high school students' main focus were the ACTs, so all they did was study for the ACTs, but the younger students were taught like a very loose and insufficient curriculum Mm -hmm. that left them many grades behind, right? So you're paying $725 a month for your your younger student to go to school, and when this hits the fan and you got to take them out of that school, they're grades behind. Right. Mad time. Mad time wasted, money wasted, you know, and now your, your child has to catch up. So my like we were saying, my real thing is like, where were the parents for all this to happen? <laughs> I, I just refuse to believe the parents were unaware, yo. Right. Um. 
Do you think there were? I'm do you just think like, there were? Is this like is this, is this allegations or is this like? I read it and it was more out the way this documentary or whatever or this quick little expo on it. Uh-huh. I saw it more as a it's an allegation form right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, uh, I think they're no gonna pursue it. No, I think they're gonna like pursue it, but. Mm-hmm. I'd want to catch up to the kids that graduated from there and went on to these universities. Were they prepared? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not at all. College prep. <laughs> it's the name of the school, T.M. Landry College Prep. <laughs> T.M. Landry College Prep. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Is there anything else that we're gonna converse about? Nah, I think that's I think that's it for this week. That was um, it. Nothing else. Nothing exciting happened. <laughs> what about you? Anything happening in your? Oh, what my personal life? Yeah, what's going on with with your personal life? Nothing. <laughs> Same old shit. Anything else happen in real life? No. Nope. Nothing interesting over here. Just live a life. Trying to avoid getting sick. That didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kid is literally like he found an old grape in the corner in the gym. What under- is going on, in. yo? What's going on at so these schools, mad. yo? There was a grate underneath the bench in the gym, in the far corner. First of all, he kicks one shoe off. I can't get him to put the other shoe back on. Then he takes his foot and he try to pick. I see. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's a grape. I can tell because it was mushing a little bit. He's trying to pull yeah. it out with his foot. So I keep trying to like block him from it or whatever. And I guess when must have been like two seconds, I turn my back. Somehow he got it. Because then later on, somebody said, what's in this hand? I'm like, wait, somebody was like, is that a grape? I said, just. How'd you get that great? Like, ew, yo. How old is he? Old enough. Shut up. He's like 10, 11. But I was like, no. So it's like with him, you gotta always be washing your hands. And I probably just slipped up and ate something and didn't wash my hands. Forgot. I don't know. I know. So. Like what? How did you? They be finding the most like craziest things. Like where did you see that? Ew! Put it down. God. How hard is it to teach those kids? It's not hard. What's hard is that the rest of the school doesn't really have experience with the lower functioning kids. So it's like a lot of things that shouldn't be out, or you know, things mm. that they will get into the other classes and other faculty and staff, and like they don't know, like mm. you know, kind of, the kind of things they do. Because they're not around those kids a lot. So it's like, you know, leaving certain things out. Like somebody will leave out a coffee or leave out a hot chocolate just chilling. And I'm like, yo, that's going to get thrown. Or, you know, a kid might drink it if it's just in, like, say sat up there, you know, I don't know how long or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you got a baby proof. <laughs> the area. And there's only how many people, how many adults per classroom? It depends on the classroom. Like, our classroom, because our kids are more, uh, we need, they're like, I don't want to say more needy, but, um, we have to have, like, an adult, one adult staff per kid in my room. But the other mm-hmm. rooms, you might have, like, 
seven kids and three staff. Okay. How do you keep an eye on? I don't feel like that's well, enough. If, you have, if you're assigned to your kid, what do you mean? In the other rooms or my room? In the other rooms. Oh, well, I mean, the rooms all, the kids, all the kids aren't turned up. No, you her room usually have like two or three that are like, mm. I, you gotta really, really pay attention. The other ones be kind of chilling. It's mm. just that they just need like a smaller environment. They're not necessarily like popular or, you know, mm-hmm. turned all the time. this is gonna be fun trying to find a place to stop this episode huh and i was trying to think is there anything else like interesting in the media that happened but oh i remember something you heard a you heard a crisper like the like uh uh what's it called genetically modified babies like gene selected babies I mean, I guess, but what's I got to do with this week? Well, this week, there was a guy who... I'm not prepared, so I don't want to misquote this. Alright, so pretty much the scientist that uh, had a hand in creating CRISPR-type technology, Mm -hmm. I believe it was a Chinese scientist, he did a presentation in front of like... I don't know, the scientist board. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And pretty much saying, pretty much revealing that he made two genetically modified kids. Mm-hmm. Now, if anybody was going to do this first, it's definitely China. China be doing a lot of shit. So. <laughs> and it caused like an uproar in the science community because nobody had the sanctions and stuff to do that. Yeah. So after that presentation, he disappears. Okay. Nobody's seen them since. Mm. You think they took them out? I mean, I guess. He disappeared. Uh, <laughs> yeah, abomination. No. He went rogue. Nah, he's making something. They probably locked him up in the room to like, create that, the next, yeah, sure. next human being. <laughs> Humans that. 2.0. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I found that very interesting. What do you think about... Genetic babies. I mean, I guess I Would think you... what everybody else thinks is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To what extent, though? Like, say you can meaning meaning it doesn't all have to be like like uh, superficial genetic stuff. It could be blocking out certain sicknesses or or immunization. Immuniz- wow, I can't even say it. Immunization, Im- immune system deficiencies and stuff like that mm-hmm. like where do you draw the line um i don't know i guess i guess i could understand with the sicknesses and stuff but how much would that cost <laughs> like I don't would know. that even that's be available to like yeah yeah that's the big people? fear the big fear is that like you know it's not going to be whenever it drops like say say it is released to the public there's going to be a handful of people that are going to be a that are going to be able to afford it, you know, and then you got that also requires so much testing. Yeah, and the way I understand DNA to be like, you can change. Say you change, you isolate this one spot in the DNA that's responsible for intelligence mm-hmm. or whatever. But say you want to make a super smart person. You, you can know. make a super smart. No, but hold on. See, you can make a super smart person, but you don't know what that's gonna do 
what the reaction to that's going to do. Is this person not going to have social skills? Mm-hmm. Is this person going to be, you know, I mean, a shut in? You know, right. is he going to be able to communicate? So, like, it's not as simple as just isolating certain traits. I mean, you can block. I think the more tangible stuff is blocking the sicknesses or or um, um, the possibility that this person may be uh, autistic. I think you might be able to isolate those type of genes. But as far as like personality and stuff like that, I, I don't think we understand DNA yet. In order to do well, that stuff, even like with autism, though that's so complex, you can't really isolate that. Yet, autism, there's so many various levels of it, and mm. I mean, I don't know. Especially considering I work with special education, mm. it's like I, I don't really see it as, I don't know, like a hindrance. You don't see it as something that needs to be fixed, is what you're saying? Not necessarily. I mean, maybe in the more severe cases, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's like uh, they're they don't they don't even realize the fucked up world they live in. So it's kind of like, damn, are they kind of lucky, huh? <laughs> True. But true. like some of like my kids that can't speak though, it's very frustrating for them to try to communicate and stuff like that. I saw something, I don't know if it was a meme or what it was, and they were just saying how like why isn't like sign language and nonverbal communication um like taught in schools? Like why isn't that just like a part of our society, you know? But they're like even like say if you work somewhere where it's loud. Like, mm. loud workplaces, just being able to communicate non-verbally will be helpful. Like, it doesn't only have to be for people that can't speak. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, yeah, I mean, just forget about a whole group of people. Mm. <laughs> you know? I guess, um, I wonder how many, what the statistics are of people that are non-communicative. That has to be so frustrating, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. When you're working with those kids, like, would... And I don't want to use the wrong term, but with the only thing they're battling is being non-communic, non. Uh, how do you say it? Um, is that the well, only thing that they're battling, or is it is it like non-verbal? They, yeah, non-verbal. All right. So is that is non-verbal the only thing that they're battling as far as their like behavior or anything? No, it depends. Um, everybody's all the kids are different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, like people that are mute. They might not really have necessarily like a learning disability or anything like that. Yeah, you know, they might yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, so that's when like it's different. But my school specializes in learning disabilities and stuff like that. So all but, my kids, you know, have something else going on with them along with not being able to speak. But a lot of them, they can speak. Some of them just have like speech delays mm-hmm. or, you know, other various things. Um, a lot of the kids can talk. It's just very limited. So they also have their speech devices. But then there's like one of our kids, he can't, we haven't heard him say anything yet. But he can make noises so we know, you know, his vocals work. But it just takes time with um, so more intervention. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like you can make noises, but like that's literally something in your brain that's and not just letting trying you to, formulate. Yeah, yeah, you just got to learn how to form yeah, the words. A one boy, he can he he'll sing all day. Project his voice very nice when he talks. He like kind of whispers, 
It's like no, you same the same voice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You think it's how much do you think of like a confidence issue with that is? Um. Yeah, I think just like the brain, not you know. It, I'm sure it is something like with confidence, but also just it's like making that connection in the brain, like oh. When I speak, I should also use this, like, you know, use this voice. She was trying, the speech therapist was getting him to put his hands on his throat to feel the vibration mm-hmm. when he would, like, sing or make a noise compared to when he would talk. You know, it's not making your throat vibrate because it's like a whisper. So, just more time. He's only been at the school for, like, a year or so. How do you think this has worked with you, like, patients? Like if you if you got, if y'all don't know Brit like Brit is I would would you would you classify yourself as impatient? Never. Or under normal sta- circumstances. Yeah, I guess in general, yeah. In general, how's that worked out? How is working at this specific spot like? Well, when you're getting paid to be patient. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that is a motivator. Yeah, it's when like you don't have lights on at your house. You don't have an option. That's why people crack me up. Um, if you want my job, they'd be like, oh my God, you have so much patience. And I'm like, well, I don't really have a choice. Like, we have. Yeah, what, I'm just going to lose it? Can yeah, I got to lose it and walk snap. out. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, if I'm not patient, then I'm not going to have a job. So, right. <laughs> don't really have a choice. <laughs> what do you, but, you know, I mean, there's still things that like are tangible. You learn. If you're doing something, you're practicing patience at all times. Yeah. 40 hours out of, out of the week you know what I'm saying yeah but then it's like you're dealing with a, a, a human a life you know that needs your help essentially you just gotta keep that in mind do you find your line of work rewarding I mean yeah helping, helping the kids yeah. making mm-hmm. their day easier cause they're already struggling with enough yeah but I mean all the kids in my school especially they're all there because they all have uh, something serious going on with them. So they can't really go to any other schools. So, yeah. It's like, this is the end of the road for them. What, so, so what goes on? Like, how long are they at that sc- at your school for? Up until, like, what grade? Oh, uh, it depends. Or does it, is it they broken have into a high, grades? They have a high school. Like I told you, they're mainly based in Jersey. They have a high school. But mm. some of the kids transition back to normal um, schools. And some don't. Depends on the parents, what the parents want to do. You know. Mm-hmm. Or they might move and go to a different school. Um, so everybody's different. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this wraps up today's episode. This little recap. This little recap of this past week. I hope you guys enjoyed. We are working on a lot for the end of the year. You excited for it? For what? The end of the year? Yeah. Um, no. We're like a year. We're like a year down. I'm talking as far as the podcast. Oh, I, I thought she meant just in life. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, no, no, no. Definitely excited about... When did we release the first one? Not a year. April. Yeah, yeah. April. We got some time. This ain't no year yet. <laughs> it's a year. Yeah, if you started in 2018, April. I don't care. We can release two weeks ago, man. We've been putting it in. All right, listen. What? If 
any business, right? Mm-hmm. Any business that you like or whatever, if you go and look back in time when they were created, it's going to give you a year. You're not going to be like, that year don't count. It's in eight months. That's what I'm saying. You said a year, and I'm like, we said April, then it's still four more months to go for. We actually had a real, real year. Sorry, babe. Verse your bubble. Sorry. (laughs) My technicalities. Little poopy pants Britney over there. I'm just saying. Alright. No. I'm not not doing it. I'm not not buying that. What do you mean you're not buying it? I'm looking at the facts. You over there spouting fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake. All right, whatever. Fake. Eight months. Eight months. Anyway, like I was saying, she tries to take away from the accomplishments that we've been working on. For yes, so long. I think we've done well in our eight months. It's only been eight months. It does seem like it's been longer than that. I will say that. I feel like yes. it's been longer than the damn people. Yeah, it's because it's been like a year. It has not. Fuck. You mad? Yeah. Wow. My voice just got louder. I am. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> um, you need to be a little more sensitive, Britt. What? Because I'm triggered. I don't care. Face the facts. It ain't all right, anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. See, we be bullshit. Anyway, we're working on a lot for the end of the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. We're going to have an episode for the end of the year. We're going to recap. We're going to do a lot more details to come. And I think we're out. Yeah. We out? Yeah. All right, peace. <laughs>